When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is, 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 is Kickoff in the Valley. Now, here's your host, Tyler Vazquez and Gunnar Jackson. Welcome in to the Kickoff in the Valley podcast covering your Arizona Cardinals. My name is Gunnar. There is Tyler Vazquez. We'll be discussing the very disappointing loss that the Cardinals just suffered in Minnesota today. Final score was 26 to 34. It'll be a long plane ride home for the team and for you, Tyler. <laughs> Uh, you know, Gunnar, what I'll say is the fans in Minnesota, they're quite charming. You know, they're, they're actually pretty nice. Are you, are you saying that, uh, sarcastically or no, you no, genuine? no, I generally mean that they were actually okay. really nice, you know, and all things considered with how that game was going throughout the course of it. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, usually that fans can, the, the home fans can get a little testy with you being a, a visiting fan and kind of let you hear it. Yeah, uh, they were nothing but sweethearts the whole game. So, okay. I mean, that's the only positive I'm going to take out of this game. Well, and I'll, I'll ask you this. I mean, we, we had discussed annoying stadiums to watch your team lose in on the last podcast. And I mean, how was it being in there amongst the Viking horns and the chance, especially when the other uh, Cardinals were uh, struggling? You know, you know, I, I will. You know, I was actually talking about this with Eric, who's my uh, other half at Burgang Travel. Uh, on the way back from the stadium, he got a rental car. So once we once we got to the car, it was fighting traffic to get back to the hotel so we could do this great show. Yeah. But uh, in the car, we talked about it. We said, "How is M- M- Michael Bidwell?" I was going to say ownership, but I'll just <laughs> say it. Michael Bidwell goes to all these stadiums, and he sees all this cool stuff. Why is there not, and I get a lot of people are going to be like, he's the owner of a team. I will tell you, Michael Bidwell has his hands in a lot of stuff, okay? Mm -hmm. So I get an owner and maybe shouldn't be considered, you know, worried about this, but I see some cool stuff when you go on road games, and I will tell you, the fan interaction that Minnesota, that that the uh, Minnesota Vikings, uh, that they focus on for the the fan experience Uh is second to none. Okay, so I mean, what, what do you mean the fan inter- interaction? Dude, what do you- so so let's talk about pregame. So pregame, they've got uh, an awesome DJ, this world-renowned DJ that's out there, and he's got his own like built stand. You know, I've seen DJs at stadiums. Usually, they're tucked away up in the upper bowl somewhere. Uh, you know, just kind of hidden, and and they'll you know they'll zoom in on him. This guy is f- on the field in his own built-in DJ booth. <laughs> um, he's performing, getting the crowd going. Uh, he's got a he's got a little camera uh, GoPro that's like shooting the fans and then shooting him and uh-huh. uh, just uh, they do a really 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 good job of getting people going and then right as the game's gonna get going they they've got you know they beat that drum and yeah. everyone does the big clap like and I all I yeah. could think of was the Mighty Ducks during the Mighty Ducks movie the ducks fly oh. together and they all do the quack clap. Quack. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. No, that's exactly yeah. what it was. But it's they do skull, <laughs> right? They do yeah. skull, and they're beating the drum, and everybody's clapping together, and it's literally everyone in the stadium is clapping. That's cool. And, and yeah, it's in you're a Viking dude, fan. It's in unison. Like it is really, really, really. I'll tell you this: if the Cardinals would have won that game, those fans would have been disappointed, but they would have left thinking, man, that was a good time, though. We had fun yeah. at the game. And, and that's the one good. thing I will say, not to rag on us, but and pile on, at our home stadium, it, it's we have some stuff, but it's just like there's I don't feel there's an emphasis on the on the fan experience like yeah. there was here. And I, and I will say this. I've been to like 17 games. There's only a couple other stadiums that do stuff like this. This, this is, this is definitely dedication to that, that fan experience. It was easy to get into the stadium, easy to exit the stadium. I I mean, Minnesota top notch chef's kiss because it it was a cool deal. Now, now we can talk about the uh, disappointment. That was the, (laughs) the football game though, Gunner. Well, which, you know, as we jump into it, I want, I do want to point out there was not a uh, touchdown in the first quarter again. You know, I'm I'm always gonna bring that up, man. I will and bring that it leads, up every and single time. And that leads to hashtag what, Gunner? Fire Cliff. 
Fire Cliff, um, questionable coaching. We'll get to we'll get to you know I'll, I got some notes on some questionable calls and just kind of where my head yeah, is on let's, that. But, let, uh, let's start with the first drive from from the Vikings, yeah. and and it's felt like this last few games. I don't have my notes in front of me. I'm sorry, I'm I'm on the road here in a hotel room, but I will tell you that that it's felt like at least I know in the Saints game because I retweeted it when I, when it happened on this first drive for the Vikings, the Cardinals just start slow on defense too now where it's like they typically give up a score, whether that be three points or seven, and then they have to adjust. The nice thing is they typically do adjust uh, for the most part today, not so much. I mean, that first drive, uh, it goes for 75 yards on 10 plays, four minutes and 48 seconds ends with that. Kirk cousins. We're making him look like Lamar Jackson, uh, as he runs to the end zone and dives in for, for six Marcus golden chasing him down. Like he looks like he's an 80 year old man. And I love Marcus golden, but I, I don't know what happened to his motor, but he looked, he made Kirk cousin look like, uh, Usain bolt. I mean, it was <laughs> really bad. Uh, Kirk cousin scampers gets that touchdown. Cardinals offense on our side of the, uh, the ball. And I don't know if you have notes on this first drive, but I mean, they look like they were moving it. Okay. Yeah, the, the, I, I, I did. I first drive looked yeah. great, but then the, uh, they kind of fizzled out as the game went on. Well, and they shoot themselves in the foot. They get yeah. like penalties and then they do like plays in the backfield where, you know, they get stopped for negative yardage. And then, you know, what was different for me is, is AJ green. I, I don't know how many plays it was consecutive, but I know he started. And I know he got a lot of plays back to back to back to back after being sat last week. Mm-hmm. And they, and in the press conference last week, they said, uh, Cliff said that they're going to reevaluate personnel and it made it sound like AJ Green was out of here. We talked about it earlier in the week that sounded like Green Bay had some interest, but all of a sudden AJ Green's like in the game, you know, alligator arms trying to catch a ball from <laughs> Kyler and just doesn't look good and looks slow, looks old. I mean, I feel like he got older uh, from from two weeks ago to today. I mean, he, he looks like 10 years older. So I, I hate to hate on A.J. Green because he's been a good player in the NFL. He's just not good anymore. And I, I sorry, I'm a little blunt and honest. He's just not good. I, I mean, I, I don't know what shows you that A.J. Green, since that Green Bay game where he didn't turn around to make the catch, that he has anything left in the tank. And it's so weird. You can literally date it to that non-catch to win that game to go 8-0. Mm-hmm. To to literally after that game, it was like uh, the monsters in uh, uh, what was the movie? Uh, Space nice Jam. Jam, yeah, <laughs> sucking all of his talent out. Like, yeah, he was like our best receiver up until that point, and he's just huh. been gone ever since. And I, I don't, anyway, you got any other notes on that first well, drive? Well, I mean, uh, going back to AJ uh, Green, I mean. It, it, a lot of times it takes confidence, you know, to be able to perform well. And maybe he's just not feeling it. You know, he's not feeling the love from the team. And, you know, that's not, that doesn't motivate somebody to want to play well. You know, maybe that, maybe he's not happy where he's at, you know? And I mean, you, you know how it is at work, you know, when you, uh, when you're doing well and you got all the confidence in the world, you're performing well, you know? Yeah, but, so, but when you're him at this point, dude, if you ain't performing, like, you may be out of the league here soon. Like I get your yeah. quality, quote unquote, vet, you know, quote unquote quality veteran. Uh, it, 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 once the Cardinals get rid of you, you may get one more flyer. You look at like Julio Jones, you know, in Tampa yeah. right now, he's been injured for the past, I don't know, half a decade at this point, <laughs> but uh, you know, he's, he's a stop away from being out of the NFL. And that's the same thing kind of with AJ green. Um, I, I don't feel like I'd almost rather have Julio at this point, but um yeah, man. So the, the Cardinals finished that drive with a Matt Prater 44-yard field goal. Good to see Matt Prater out there uh, yeah, kicking field back. goals again, yeah. right? Like, like to see that. They did have Rodrigo kicking the uh, the kickoffs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which one of the reasons he was let go from Indianapolis was he had some kickoff troubles. It didn't look like he had any of those today. He looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, the kicking tandem looked looked pretty fine all things considered that's the thing if you're not talking about them it's a good thing yeah yeah <laughs> if we're not upset about the kickers i mean that's all, all things considered a, a good good situation yeah so. um dude the uh the timeouts in the first quarter i uh, i want to point those out because i mean the, i was watching i was watching the game on my phone and i also had red zone on and the dude on uh, red zone it was the uh, direct tv red zone uh, andrew siciliano was really kind of um give it a to the Cardinals for uh, taking uh, two timeouts in the first quarter. The second one coming 
though, when uh, the Vikings had one second on the play clock and Clef goes and calls timeout, which makes no sense to me. I don't know. I mean, you were there at the game. I mean, you're right there on the rail. You kind of could see what was happening on the field. Maybe there was something going on that we couldn't see on TV. Buda Baker was not happy about that timeout that Cliff took either. Um, what are your thoughts on that? I tweeted out, why are you burning those timeouts? We need them for the offense because every <laughs> single time offensively we, we burn time. Yeah. If there's one thing to fire Cliff for, it's this mismanagement of timeouts. I mean, uh, it's I, and situational football. Yeah, I mean, I, no, I mean, but I'm just going to pick on one thing. Like, okay. I trust me, there's, right. I agree with you. There's probably many reasons to get rid of Cliff <laughs> at this point. Yeah. But this lack of control when it comes to your timeouts and getting the plays in on time and having everybody ready. Yeah. Oh, man. I just look at this as like, dude, are you coaching peewee or are we coaching <laughs> professional football? Like, Again, I'll understand maybe one a game, but even then I look at the other teams and it's like, you don't see this from the opponents every week. So, I mean, it's an every week thing and it's two to three timeouts a game, if not more. And it's just like, wow, like I I don't understand. Again, I kind of look at ownership. I don't understand how you look at this and say, yep, yep, he's our guy. He's the guy that's going to get us to the next level with all these pieces and all the people I'm spending money on. Yeah. So, I, dude, I, I'm there with you. I, I mean, at this point, I think a change is warranted. I, I just, the problem is, is you're not going to bring in someone new. So if you get rid of Cliff, you're probably just going to promote from within for, as an interim, get you through the season. Uh, but at this point, I think, I think Bidwell is just going to let it ride, just let yeah. it ride throughout the year. And then if you're going to call, you know, you're going to, you're going to eat that contract. You're going to do it at the end of the season. You're going to terminate them then and, and move on then. But well, I mean, will um, uh, Kyle Oldegaard uh, tweeted uh, about an hour ago, Cliff mentioned uh, his tweet says this Cliff mentioned the idea of adding someone before the trade deadline, but the Cardinals should definitely not be buyers. They are one player away from contention. So, I mean, we'll see what Cliff makes, you know, what if he makes a move as a coach prior to this uh, this trade deadline. But, I mean, thoughts Dude, on that? On they, that had, they had 10 days to get ready for this first quarter drives. And they yeah. still – did they look any different to you, Gunner, than they did the last seven weeks? No, no. no. <laughs> it's Okay, so 13, uh, 13 games now uh, with no score, no touchdown in the first quarter. Oh my goodness! But I mean, going, I want, I want, going back to. Uh, All right, uh, cut you, though. I cut you off on your yeah, point. Yeah, you kind of just, no, I just, I just read something that I'm just like. Oh, okay, I, I read a tweet that I put out earlier. Like, oh, I got you. Didn't we have ten days to prepare for this? And, and no, I, we're still at this. We're still but, at this point, and I get the Vikings are coming off a bye, but it's like, Cliff, what the hell, man? Like, how but, do you not show any sign of life? But anyway, but, go ahead. But no, but I mean, it's a good, I I guess we can tie the two together, you know, I mean, to, to be 10 days to prepare for this game, but do they have all the pieces to be able to do that? You know I mean? We're coming up with the trade deadline. Um, Will they get somebody? I mean, at this point, I don't think it's going to come down to just one. You're not one player away from contention, you know? Um, So do you just kind of ride it out, save what draft picks you have and hope, you know, something happens next year and you do really well. Cause I mean, at this point, we just, I, you can't even say they're going to the playoffs this year the way they're playing, and I don't think but, one but player can't is going to. Here's the the problem, and I get this is a bad loss. I, I understand that you still have a long season to go, and it, it scares me because the trade deadline's in a couple of days. Yeah. So it, it's like, what do you do here? But I mean, it's not one player. It's not. I mean, we, everybody was yapping about uh, know, it's, uh, it's, it's, DeAndre Hopkins coming back, and oh, it's, it's going to turn everything around. Literally, it's one coach. I mean, I, I don't yeah. think I don't think this has any to. Listen, when we look at the players that are on the field today, uh, well, I got to look up the number. I saw Johnny Vitterbull tweeted it out, but it was like $53 million in offensive linemen not playing today. <laughs> like, okay. At the, <laughs> so Cliff kind of gets a pass for that. Like, like Kyler's under under duress. He doesn't have his normal guys. You saw the the mess up with the center where he snapped it. Nobody was ready, and and uh, Cody Ford was looking back. That was later in the game. But okay, uh, you, you know, you 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 have these errors because you are really banged up. The Cardinals are the most injured team in the NFL. They are literally number one when it comes to um, injuries and missing time and all all of that. So I don't want to bail out this coaching staff. But at the end of the day, we, we it's really hard when when you're playing with backups uh, to perform. So, dude, I don't know. I mean, you, you get at the point where I, I do agree. You don't want to 
mortgage the future at this point if you can't make the playoffs, but I don't think you're at that point again where you can't make the playoffs. Our division is a dumpster fire. Right now, the Rams are playing the Niners as we speak. It's 14-10. Rams are up. They're 3-3. Three and three. The Niners are 3-4. and four. You almost hope for the Niners to win and go 4-4 four and four and the Rams to go 3-4. and four. Like, uh, there's no one's good in this division. The Seahawks are playing the Giants right now. Are they winning or are they losing? Uh, as we record, I actually, I got I got it right on. here. I got it. It's right at the top here. The Seahawks are up 10 seven on the Giants. So, okay. I, I mean, I think there is probably some decision making. If the Seahawks win, if the Seahawks knock off the Giants, then it's like, OK, there there's people starting to gain more ground on you yeah. where if the Seahawks lose, I mean, you're really not that far out still. No. I, I mean, you're. But I wouldn't I, I don't know if I would put it all on the uh the injuries and the and you know no, the second I stringers mean, that are in. I because I mean here here's mistakes in the second half. All right. Uh in in, in wait, 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 the fourth wait, wait, quarter. Wait, let's stay first. Let's go stay in the first half. We'll get to all the mistakes in the second half. Do you have no, any no, other what ones I'm saying? No, no, no. What I'm saying though, you said it's the backups. We're the most injured team in the league, and it's the backup is it's not. No, no, no. Kyler, I, I, Kyler mishandling the snap. Greg Dortch muff, uh, muffed the uh, the punt return. Yes, true. Murray okay. threw an interception behind Ertz. Uh, you know, Benjamin, uh, the situational football, not knowing where he was to make sure he was across that fourth well, down. Again, uh, you know, Benjamin is Benjamin's a backup. I love Eno Benjamin. Don't get okay, me wrong. Yeah, okay, we've, yeah, we've yeah, I'll give for you him, but I'll he's a backup. Greg Dortch, theoretically, is a backup. Is he a Greg backup? Greg Dortch okay. wasn't getting used at the beginning. Now, he's not a backup when it comes to kick, uh, taking kickoff returns and punt returns, but I'm just saying, like, the problem is, is, is some of these guys that were making mistakes are also guys that they're not getting a lot of playing time either. Dortch, again, okay. was sat, and it's like, I, gosh, did we – here was my thing. And this was in the first half. And I tweeted this out in the first half. Let's, okay. let's rewind because there's a lot that happened in the first half that I think we still need to unpack. But in the first half, you had um, a Dantzler guarding Hopkins. And Hopkins is shaking this guy out of his shoes. I mean, I saw Dantzler fall at least twice, I think three times. Like, mm -hmm. why aren't we getting the ball to DeAndre Hopkins? You want to speed up this offense. And I get what you were saying. It hasn't changed. Well, they also don't go to Hopkins. And, and this is going to sound contradictory because Hopkins did have 13 targets and 12 receptions for 159 yards. I guarantee if we double check, majority of those targets and receptions came in the second half because they were not throwing his way in the first and barely in the second. And so, um, well, I mean, he did get a touchdown. He, he did get the, the touchdown. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. But yeah. it was, it was towards the end of the second, right? That yeah, was true. Yeah. 47 seconds left or something like that when yeah. he scored. So yeah. it, it's one of those things where, and I, and I, someone told me this, one of my, my group chat, they said that at some point Hopkins was yelling at the sideline, like, hello, I'm killing this guy. He's probably one of the worst corners in the NFL. Yeah. And, and then, so then my complaint was you have AJ green in there going head to head with Patrick Peterson. These are like two guys that belong in, in a senior home. And why not bring in Robbie Anderson, who you just traded for, who's a little bit younger, a little bit faster. Now, granted, this is not going to sound right because later you did bring in Robbie and Pat kind of shut him down. But like a Greg Dortch again, Greg Dortch is fast. He gets separation. Patrick Peterson ain't going to hang with Greg Dortch. I'm telling you that right now. But instead, you're playing AJ Green. So it's just these personnel decisions that it's like, what the hell are you doing, Cliff? So yeah. let, let's wrap up the first. I, I mean, the, the second quarter... Uh, Munt gets a one-yard touchdown pass from Kirk Cousins. They do that little rollout, and the dude's wide open in the end zone. You and I could have caught that. Yeah. Uh, they get that second touchdown. So now the Cardinals are down fourteen to three, which I just felt like this is all we do is spot teams' points. And so the Cardinals are now making a surge to come back, and and that's when DeAndre Hopkins gets that six-yard touchdown. What a beautiful catch that was, Gunner. Do you see that? Oh, thing? one-handed. Yeah. Oh man. But again, like. So it was pretty good coverage because they were all tight down there in the box. And yeah. he gets he still gets a step on his guy where, you know, he had a foot behind him. So he was able to grab that pretty easily. I mean, again, it was a one-handed catch. It was beautiful. But, I mean, he was the only one catching that ball. There was The defender had no shot at it. I mean, it was <laughs> yeah. a really, really well-placed ball from Kyler Murray. They bring the lead uh, down to 14-10 to 10 in favor of the Vikings. Then we go to halftime, and it's our ball. So it's one of those things where the Cardinals, you think the momentum has now shifted and you're coming out of half. You have the momentum at this point. You're getting the football and the Cardinals, um, they do nothing with it. <laughs> they do nothing with it out of half. I mean, it was a quick, like, I believe it was a three and out. We had some penalties. We ended up kicking it off yeah. uh, or punting it. 
right? Um, we do stop them from, from doing anything. Zach Ertz ends up on the next drive. It was a two minute and 14, five for 52, uh, gets an eight yard pass from Kyler Murray. Um, that play was actually the, the, that drive was executed by a Kyler Murray run, uh, Deandre Hopkins catch. I think it was his biggest catch of the season for, I think 33 yards is what I had read. Uh, and then Zach Ertz finishes off with the eight yard touchdown. I do want to play a little audio. I played it for you a little prior and hopefully we don't get in trouble for this, but, uh, this is, uh, from when you were in the, uh, the stands <laughs> and, uh, you were heard on, uh, with these on field mics. Yeah, yeah, but okay. say that again. Go ahead, one more time. No, you're in we'll... the stands. You're on the rail, yep. right down at the uh, the uh, Cardinals end of the. What, what, what side of the field were you on? Uh, you oh, I was, I was right there the where they were going to score. Like I was okay. literally where Earth scores on that on the pylon. I'm sitting parallel with him. Okay, on on the in, in row one. But the you know the guy that stands on the sideline with the big like oval looking thing and he's holding it and yeah. that's that sound guy. He's picking up the audio from you know up close, right? Yeah. That's how you hear those the the shells of the the pads and the helmets cracking when they hit because that guy's there with that big deal. Well so, yeah and the quarterback shot now you know uh, uh blue 42 you know yep, that kind of thing yep, yeah 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 yep. no exactly okay so let's play the audio of this score and then listen uh as they talk about a fan and uh you might recognize that fan here let's play it right to the line again that's a touchdown somebody an arizona fan here but let's see it's not official and now it is Doug, wow. Chris, I told you it was a touchdown. So yeah, that that, was, uh, that, that voice had a familiar. That was you, yeah, Tyler. Yeah. Huh? yeah, that was me yelling. That's a touchdown, and and trying to plead my case to the refs because they hadn't confirmed <laughs> it. But that's an eight yard pass to Zach Ertz. He fights for it. It was great catch, great run after the catch. Um, now the Cardinals are up. This is the beginning of the second half. They're up 17-14. Hey, how did you how did you know uh that that audio that you were on that on the game? How did how, how did got, you know? I got like six texts immediately after. And everybody heard, did what? They recognize your voice? Yeah, they were all like I'm pretty sure I just heard you on the game yell that's a touchdown. <laughs> and then my that's brother awesome. confirms it to me. He goes, "Did you just yell that's a touchdown?" I go, "Yeah." He goes, "Chris Myers acknowledged you as a fan saying yeah. that." And so then he sent me the the clip or, or showed me where the clip was. I think Fox Sports. You, you were actually on the tv it was just the audio yeah of uh yeah. Of your that's funny that's great yeah. dude i love that he called to it it was pretty pretty good but uh <laughs> uh that's me being a fanboy that but again yeah. this is the podcast for the fan by the fans and right. uh there you go it shows you that that we're you know we're fans of the team um maybe not after today but no i'm just kidding <laughs> uh so the cardinals have all the control and, and then all of a sudden it becomes all vikings again a lot of runs um, they have two back-to-back drives because we have it. Was that because of the interception that we ended up giving? I think I think it was. I think it was yeah. another Kyler pick. And so they get a seven-yard run by Madison for a touchdown. Dalvin Cook on the next drive for a four-yard for a touchdown. Now they're up 28-17. So you just cut that lead. You were down 14-3. You just cut it in a, I don't know, 10-minute span between the two quarters. And you're now in the lead 17-14 just to, to now go down by 11. So you cut a 10-point yeah. lead, you're up by three, and now you're down by 11. Like, the fact that they were even in this at the end because of that, because to me, that would be just disheartening. I, I would, It wouldn't be shocking to see guys quit in that situation, but, yeah. you know, more power to the Cardinals. But this is where we get into all the, all the problems. So let's talk about all the things that went wrong in that second half, Gunner. You were naming them off a minute ago. Yeah, I mean, I I, I just had, had a whole list. Kyler Murray mishandling the snap. I mean, you blame that on the center, though. I there were I don't know I would you blame that on the center or I I didn't see like exactly I don't know what, what I don't know which one we're talking about when, or well, oh, Kyler, it, was, it was the one where he got like sacked though right he mishandled and he, no, got no, no. he didn't lose the ball though right yeah I mean he yeah he was in the shotgun formation and the ball you know it was I don't know if it was hiked to if it was uh snapped early or you know he just this is when they were in the red zone though they were about to score in the red zone yeah yeah Yeah. okay okay so yes no that was on the center because uh cody ford was like clarifying what they were doing he was the guard right next to the left of the center and he's like clarifying like what's going on he's looking in the backfield and next thing you know all of a sudden the ball gets snapped so yeah it was really loud right the uh, more power to the vikings and and okay call to call out our uh <laughs> our in-stadium experience yeah 
when they show our decibel meter to show how loud it is in our stadium, for some reason, it's always like 120 decibels. <laughs> I will tell you, the Viking Stadium, way louder than ours. I mean, ours has been yeah. louder at times, but at no point this season and no point last season was, well, maybe early in the season, but no, no point this season for sure. Have, have we ever been as loud as it was today? Their decibel meter had them at like 105. Yeah. And ours will have us at 120. And I'm like, I'm telling you right now, we are not at 120 because they yeah. were way louder than us. Yeah. Where is uh, that meter at? Where's the uh, where's the sensor at? You know, that yeah. they're getting 120. <laughs> I think I think that sensor is just for show. I think that's uh, a dummy so, meter. But I'll, I'll give Kyler a pass on, on that snap. Then you got to put it on the center. I got Greg Dorch. You, well, know, you got a center that's walking, walking off the street. I mean, that guy yeah. was, I believe, signed off a practice squad. I mean, he, he's not. OK, yeah, I mean, he's not you need rodney hudson you just traded for rodney hudson last year he's you know one of the best centers in the nfl he hasn't played like it he was going to retire this year that's that's ultimately the problem um and you can blame steve kime for this if you want um you had two of your offensive linemen debate if they wanted to play this year justin Pugh and and rodney hudson both are injured now um you know and, and they're out might as well be retired at this point. And I like Justin Pugh. Don't get me wrong. I don't want then Justin will fight you on Twitter with if he sees some some bad criticism. Um, but uh, I like Justin Pugh. I, I think he's still an asset, but obviously he's hurt. I think he's done for the year. I don't know if he's yeah. going to be eligible to return. Um, but Rodney Hudson, I mean, that guy has not looked like the same guy at all that they traded for. So yeah. it's one of those things where, like I said, you're playing with backups in key positions and this, and where you can blame Kaim is not drafting offensive linemen, right? Like yeah. Yeah. Y- you, we've spent a lot of picks on middle line on linebackers. Right. And instead now, granted those linebackers played well, Isaiah Simmons had that big strip uh, towards the end of the game to keep the Cardinals in it. Mm-hmm. Um, David Collins has played really well this year. So you, you've had guys play really well that we have drafted uh, now, which I know the narrative is time can't draft, but well, a lot of our draft picks are, are playing and they're playing well. Um, you know, past draft picks. Yeah. Haven't, and they're gone. And Andy Isabella being one of them, you know, he's no longer yeah. with the team and there's a bunch of others, Kim Dietschy or all kinds of guys that are either gone or not in the NFL altogether. But this most recent couple of draft classes, they're playing and they're playing well. You saw Lucky Foto make some plays today. You saw guys um, do stuff, which is good. But at the end of the day, we're not investing in those key positions that really matter, especially in an offense like this. Uh, it'd be nice to have some young offensive linemen that are are dominant players, but we just don't, right? So yeah. Uh, back to the list of uh, mistakes in the S. I'm pretty sure these are all fourth quarter too. Uh, the Greg Dorch muffed punt. Return. Uh, that just was take, such a crucial, crucial take, play. Taking his eyes off the ball, man. And and, yeah. and same thing with uh, Eno Benjamin. I think earlier in the game, he took his eyes off the ball, uh, anticipating getting hit or something like that, and he dropped yeah. the ball. You That's know, just young a, yes. guys making young, dumb plays. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I hate to hate on Greg Dorch because, you know, he's my guy, but it's inexcusable. In that moment, you, you can't do that. Your job is to secure that ball and give your team a chance to win here. Now, he did have a was I think it was the return right after that. He yeah. would have been gone to the house if his if his own teammate didn't get pushed back a foot. He was literally had an end around where he would have been gonzo and yeah. he ends up running into his own guy after trying to fight for some more yardage and, and, and get stopped and i was like man it reminded me of the phoenix suns with uh, lee that one night uh oh the home opener where uh he helped get the five-point lead he helped lose the five-point lead and then he got the game winner uh, <laughs> i was really hoping another fairy tale like ending but this time for greg dorch and the cardinals and yeah. unfortunately that was not it I think speaking of Dorch, though, side note, I, I think I've got him figured out on the uh, the betting front. Uh, whenever he starts tweeting out cryptic stuff, I think they're using him in the game plan. Yeah, so, he didn't uh, tweet to, it all. And <laughs> he didn't he tweet it all last week. Yeah, three targets, a... two receptions, 12 yards. Blah, See, I think, I, blah, I, I, think blah. I got it figured out, man. So so maybe he'll be uh, tweeting out some cryptic stuff uh, this week, and I'll put some bets on him for the next uh, the next game. But hey, uh, a, a play we didn't talk about, though, in the third quarter real quick. I don't want to yeah. go back even though we're in the fourth um i'm just looking at the stat line and it made me think about this rondell moore again when you look at cliff kingsbury and what he calls uh, then the scripts and all that stuff it's like man you do all these plays in the backfield 
that just amount to nothing. And yeah. every team and their brother know they're coming. And Rondo Moore, that's how he was essentially between him and Eno. They were being used for a lot of those little dump offs in the backfield, a lot of screens and that were getting blown up. Well, in the in the third quarter, finally Rondell Moore gets sent down the field and he has a, a, a I think he had two great catches, but the second one, the score catches it for 38 yards. Well, it wasn't, he didn't catch it for 30 yards. He got a lot of yards after carry. I mean, he was, he, he avoided like two to three tackles, got to the end zone, yeah. put the Cardinals. It was 28, 23 at that point. Um, the Cardinals then have another drive. They have to settle for a field goal. This is with 12 minutes left in the fourth. Matt Prater kicks it for 34 yards, um, puts them down 28, 26. Again, we're thinking this might, you know, we're there. We're momentum's kind of in our favor. And then we just too many of our own shooting ourselves in the foot. Do you have any yeah. more of those uh, shooting Mur- themselves in the foot plays? Yeah, Murray and that interception that we threw the ball yeah. behind Zach Ertz. Uh, and then he was throwing a little tantrum on the uh, sideline. I'm sure he was mad at himself. I'm sure. Yeah. You know, it just it was just kind of funny to see him throwing a little tantrum. I on don't the, find uh, that funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't it's ridiculous. Want to see him pouting, you no, know what you I know. mean? Like, you know, and I, I put a note. I said, uh, "Murray tantrum after interception. Can he shake it off?" He came back. He did pretty well on the the next drive. Um, I get it, but I, I just I would really like to see him in those moments. And I, and I get it may not be him. I would really, really, really like to see him grab the guys, get the O line together, get the receivers together, and talk it out a little bit. And and I, you yeah, see, yeah, that doesn't Tom, happen. That doesn't happen, at least what I see on TV. You see guys like Tom Brady. I get he's not yeah. doing it. You know, he was yelling at his old lineman, what, a game or two ago. But it's one of those things where, okay, Tom Brady has the Super Bowl rings and the the winning percentage and everything else to allow him to do things a little bit differently. I, I would love to see the Kyler take those steps again as a leader. Mm. Uh, I, I will say, so I'm going to give some inside baseball here. Um, we are staying at the team hotel. Uh, you're at the it, t- with the Arizona team hotel. Yes. So wow. okay. the Cardinals rolled in yesterday. I don't know. It was four o'clock, something like that. And, uh, they all, they all come in. Uh, did you, Tyler, did you know, hang on. Did you know that they were staying there? Or is it coincidental for podcast sake? It was coincidental. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you could read between the lines. Gotcha. All um, right. <laughs> we might know people anyway. Okay. It's still, <laughs> Uh, uh, I will say this once the guys got to their rooms and, and got their room keys and, and did their thing, a lot of them bolted out, went to mall of America, went to oh, all these really? different, different places, go get food. This is normal, right? You get into the town they're They're going to go get dinner or whatever real quick. It was nice to see JJ Watt rounded up a group of guys. Um, you know, him and him and a group of like four or five guys got into an SUV I'm sure they went and had dinner together. Um, I will say I did not see Kyler Murray uh leave the hotel at all so, so what, okay what were you doing are you in the lobby just watching yeah we were we were hanging out having food, having a couple of uh cocktails uh in the lobby the, uh, there lobby was a the big, okay. big group of us there was probably 10 of us hanging out um jj watt came over and signed my big fat head jj watt nice yeah did you wave I, him over did he see it and come over on his own well he he took a picture with one of the group and then he was ready to just kind of storm out because he was trying to catch his uh catch his uber yeah uh actually i got it right here let me show this to you he uh as we give dead air on the podcast oh wait there it you is see that gunner yeah Check that out i love it yeah so if you, well, you got to take out, that to the game now or is that now what is that? Is that now memorabilia that you keep in your uh, your room at home, or is that going to make another no, appearance I'll, at the game? I'll, I'll keep bringing that to the games. So why okay. not? I mean, listen, that's not going to have any real value other than to myself. No, they, I mean, it all kind of. Do they think that you guys are nutty? Like, like you guys are staying at the team hotel? You're down to the bar watching the the players and and all your uh, team gear. Do you think the players Cutter. think that you guys are? Gunner, uh... don't judge my life. Okay. <laughs> um, just... I mean. I'm sure they think we're a little, a uh, little obsessed. Um, but we're able to figure out what hotel they're staying. What are the, what are the odds that one, uh, one of the players is in the room next to you? 
What are the none, odds on that? None, because they have okay. their own floors, but okay. and, and they're long gone at this point. But I guess my point I was making, though, is is we saw a lot of guys leave. A lot of guys come down, get their food. They ordered in from Uber Eats or whatever. Um, you could tell guys were in meetings because on the second floor is where the conference rooms are. And you kept seeing guys kind of walk around. Saw Kyler a little bit. Clearly, he did his little um, a, a lot of the quarterbacks and main players will sit down with the the guys calling the game, the Chris Myers, the uh, Mark Schlereth. I saw him walk down at one point. Um, uh, Kyler didn't leave. So, I, I mean, some people were making jokes saying he was playing uh, Call of Duty in his hotel yeah, room. Probably. <laughs> but but no, I mean, I listen, I, I mean, I'm not trying to say this means anything or doesn't mean anything. I just liked that ultimately I didn't see him or Colt McCoy leave. I didn't see any of the quarterbacks take off. I, I you know, you saw other players leave and you saw he was here. So, so what's your speculation I, then? As well, to why I know he, he was probably in meetings. And and one thing that Darren Urban pointed out uh, on Twitter before the game was he stayed on the field extra long and took more reps. And so as much okay. as I bash on him for tantrums and things like that, if it feels like he takes certain steps forward and he does take certain steps backwards. So, uh, you know, I, the potential's there, obviously. We see what he can do as a player, and hopefully he's he's doing all the things that you're hoping he's doing to become that kind of quarterback and become yeah. that that leader of this team. It's just I, I can't stand the temper dandrums. That's just my negative. So <laughs> I did want to give him a little props because I feel like by him you know, not leaving the hotel, I'm hoping that means he was getting some extra work in like he was yeah. uh, before the game today. I hope so. that's the case. Um, Cliff needs some extra work on, uh, you know, situational football and stuff like that. It's one of the things that I have written down here is burning timeouts to avoid delay uh, the delay game. Yeah, you know? it's terrible. They, it's I mean, terrible. it would have been nice to have those timeouts on that final drive of the game, you know, where they uh, where they're running down the field and uh, getting out of bounds and not getting out of bounds and spiking the ball. They had no timeouts. And it'd be nice to have those timeouts at the end of the game. But if you're not getting the plays in in time and and having to burn timeouts because you have one second left on the play clock, you're not going to have those timeouts for the uh, the, the end of the game like they could have used in mm-hmm. uh, today's game. Christian McCaffrey paying dividends for the Niners. He just caught a beautiful touchdown against the Rams and put them up 17-14 at the end of the third. But um, in this divisional game that, you know, again, I, I would kind of root for the Niners to win this so that way – the Rams moved to three and four and the Niners moved to four and four. Uh, the Cardinals now sit at three and five. So you're again, you're not that far out. You're, you're still in this. You really need to beat Seattle this week. Um, Gunner. I, I, I don't know more, much more. I want to beat on this, but we, we haven't, ta- you know, the one thing I'll point out is we haven't talked about the Vikings at all at all. Well, so, I mean, like, do you it, feel the Vikings really beat the Cardinals or did the Cardinals I, beat the Cardinals? I think, you know the Cardinals what I'm beat, I think the Cardinals beat the Cardinals. I think our defense uh, recessed a little bit or reg- uh, no, recessed, regressed a little bit from last week. You know, I mean, Dalvin Cook was running all over him. Uh, Madison, you know, got a couple of uh, no, he got one touchdown. But I Madis- mean, he- Madison averaged eight yards a carry. Yeah. Uh, Cousins averaged over five yards a carry. I know. Granted, a lot of that was one carry. Um Dalvin Cook, 20 attempts for 111 yards and a touchdown as long was 30. I, I mean, yeah, that run game did whatever they wanted, mm-hmm. but the defense did buckle down. Isaiah Simmons, that one huge play we talked about. I, I mean, they had some three and outs. They they stopped them. Kirk Cousins and, and the Vikings had some crazy, you know, questionable play calls and things like that where it was like third and one and they're throwing versus just running on us when they yeah. could have ran on us all day. <laughs> um, Justin Jefferson, he ate, he got his six, uh, six receptions, 98 yards. Thielen had some impact, six receptions, 67 yards. But other than that, I mean, yeah, but look not- at the, uh, look at the uh, receiving uh, touchdowns. You know, I, I had bets on Jefferson, anytime touchdown. Yeah, Thielen. I was born in month. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Who are they? What the heck? Yeah. Munt had one yeah. target. For one yard and one touchdown. I mean, yeah. who would guess that that guy scored a touchdown? Come on. Yeah. Who put money on Munt? Uh, yeah. Yeah, no. I, I mean, but that's – I agree with you. I don't think the Vikings beat the Cardinals. Like, yes, they did. They got the W. But I'm saying I think the Cardinals shot themselves in the foot. I think the Cardinals, honestly, were the better team. I, and I hate to be a homer and say that, but collective, yeah. collective talent-wise, they look like the better team. They just do. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's – 
I mean, Kirk Cousins didn't do anything special. And now their run game, you know, if we go by position by position, yes, their run game leaps and bounds better than ours. Um, I would rather have Kyler Murray than Kirk Cousins. And I think all the Vikings fans around me were saying the same thing. Yeah, I, I, mean, well, I mean, Cousins, his throws weren't on target. I mean, no. he was overthrowing his guys too. Yeah. He this only... was a very winnable game. And I told you going into yeah. this game, I thought this would be the one the Cardinals would upset and get it. But it, this is what scares me to think like what you were saying earlier that should the Cardinals uh, via Kyle Odegaard's tweet, you were saying how they probably shouldn't be trading for um, pieces. They should be, right. you know, staying pat uh, this. Unfortunately, I think the Cardinals are who they are at this point. Like, I, yeah. I think that's the problem is they are who they are and they're not good, and I don't know if they're going to figure this out. Well, I mean, they have all the pieces. I mean, the center is, you know, and we'll, they'll figure that out. I mean, but, I mean, they have all the pieces. They got the receivers. They got the quarterback. You got the defense. It's it's just not clicking. You know, it's just mm-hmm. not it's, it's not working. Like, what, 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 what wire needs to go where just to make this thing uh, run like a well-oiled machine? It's, it's just like one little piece is missing. What is it? Is it the coach? You get a new coach in there, and then oh, the, uh, the team I think starts. It's, I think it's coaching all together. I think if you have a better, better person calling yeah. your stuff on offense with this, uh, with this talent, I think you have someone that's going to get more, more out of them. And Van, Vance, look at Vance Joseph on the defense. You yeah. cannot tell me Vance Joseph isn't getting a, like more than what people would think out of the talent that he has. Yeah. So I, I mean. I do want to point out, and Patrick Peterson, I, I talked him up on the last show. I said, I love Pat. He was great to us at Burgang Travel. Man, F Patrick Pe- No, I'm just kidding. But uh, he uh, he was letting us have it, running up and down the field, sitting in the end zone like Kyler Murray, like the Yoda pose, acting like he was playing video games. He didn't do anything. Patrick Peterson did not make any impact. How did, okay, uh, but how did, he, how did he depart the team? Why has he got so, uh, so much ill... Well, he asked for um, a trade, and then the Cardinals didn't make him an offer to stay at one point. Oh, okay. And, you know, he felt he still had much in the tank. And listen, Pat's been serviceable for the Vikings. He's probably been their best corner, mainly because he's a veteran. They got a lot of young guys that aren't very good. Um, but ultimately, I mean, I don't know. Did it's, he get, it's, did he he get any it. of the picks on uh, Murray? No, no, he no. didn't do anything. He was on. Hicks. He was on some. He was on a podcast, and his uh, prediction was two picks. He was going to get two picks. Yeah, it was probably his um, own podcast that he does. Yeah, he does. He does a podcast, <laughs> and he talks a lot of crap. And yeah, listen, I like. I said, I like Pat. I like what he did for us, the fan base. I, I don't think any of his crap talking is towards our fans. He he more has a grudge with the organization. Um, Hicks, Jordan Hicks, who was a linebacker for us, the Cardinals let walk because they really wanted to see these young guys play. And uh, you can tell Jordan Hicks had issues with the organization as well. At that point, he was very upset that that the Cardinals didn't have more value for him. Uh, Makes a big stop on us on that last drive. He's the one that uh, swatted the fourth down pass and um, or no third down pass. I think it was the third down pass because Murray got sacked on fourth down on the last play of the drive on that last drive. Yeah. But um, you know, big big play by him, and you know he was pumped because he did it against his former team. So a lot of ex Cardinals uh, getting involved today and and kind of getting some payback against the org. Um, yeah, man, it was the the one play that we haven't talked about is is remember when uh, Kyler threw to Hop in the end zone and and Hop kind of got hit in the head. Hop has now tweeted that out uh, in someone's response saying, "How is this not like head hunting? Why was there no call?" There was oh, a yeah. few plays against the Cardinals that there was an intentional grounding call that they picked up and said it wasn't intentional grounding, but it was clearly intentional grounding. It was very this this officiating crew was interesting. I don't want to blame it on the refs, but I will say there was three or four subjective calls that that clearly on the review of them was very interesting that they weren't called. But uh, at the end of the day, would that the, would that have changed the outcome? Had those calls gone the you, other you way? I don't know. I mean that that yeah. think about it. That hit on Hopkins in the end zone. Well, now they're at the one yard line. That's and true. they have the ball. Do they score there? Or get a touchdown? You know, versus a field goal. I mean, yeah, it, I mean the 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 Vikings are the uh, the worst red zone defense. So may, I, probability, probably yeah, they probably would have so, scored there. So for one. yeah, it, it could. But I, I don't want to put it 
the Cardinals had multiple chances to win this game. They were in the yeah. lead at one point. They could have pulled away. They could have, you know, so you can't let it come down to the refs, but I, I will, will say there were some. No, they definitely could have won it, dude. There was three drives at the end of the game where it looked like the Cardinals were going to get down the field and score the go-ahead touchdown, but something happens, you know, the uh, the sack or the, the interception. You know, I mean, there's something that happens that stalls that drive. I mean, they had plenty of opportunity to get down the field and get that go-ahead uh, touchdown. Well, I want to point out on that final score, is that – does that uh, – you remember what the, uh, the score prediction was on the last podcast? I have no clue, but was it close? 34 to 27. Oh, my God, by one point. I'm telling you, <laughs> Gunner – it's gonna it's, hit one of these dude, games. It will. The Cardinals, if they would have, I know they had to go for two to kind of keep it within three points. Uh, yeah, if they would just kick the field goal. If they would have just kicked the field goal, final well, score would have nailed. Think about it. Think about it. And this is why they always say don't go for it, and they say you know just take the points because if they wouldn't have gone for it, then they would have been down one at that point. Yeah, and then on that last like couple drives they had it's like you 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 could have tied it up versus being down two and having to score another touchdown um to try to you know whatever anyway yeah it was what it no, was no but 34 27 so i did it both ways i had vikings 34 cardinals 27 then i had the cardinals 34 vikings 27 just to have it on the other side you know uh which i think is will be my plan going forward because i think i agree with you these numbers are going to hit at some point but they we were so stinking close to uh uh that that winner with the uh, the score prediction of the guy yeah. uh, that we had on on Dane, um, Dane Mizutani, yeah, from the Inside Purple and Gold podcast. Props yeah, to him on yeah. uh, nailing that final score. Holy moly! Uh, Cardinals Byron Murphy had former Cardinal teammate Patrick Peterson's jersey in his locker after a game signed by PP. Uh, Byron said, "Much love to him. He played a hell of a game today." But uh, that's Big Bro. When I first got here, he brought me in. So oh. shout out to him. So again, Pat. His issue is with the org and not necessarily the guys on the field or yeah. uh, the fans. But J.J. Uh, uh, Watt, did you see when he got his second sack today? He did that Jared Allen sack celebration. Well, the Vikings <laughs> fans booed the hell out of him for that. Uh, he actually just tweeted out that was a tribute, not a slight. He wasn't trying to talk crap. Oh, okay. Um, I'm just trying to like comb over some stuff before we wrap. If there's any good content coming out. Uh oh, here's something interesting. Uh so Tom Pelissero tweets out Patrick Peterson made clear he's not happy with the court Cardinals organization. Says while he was in Arizona, someone was printing out emails from a fan about how he couldn't tackle and was washed up and would leave the letters on the chair at his locker. Wow. <laughs> uh, and Peterson did tweet out snakes in the grass uh, at a couple years ago. Maybe that's all oh related. Interesting. Man, we'll talk about a lot more of this fallout. I was just trying to see if there's anything. Hop is tweeting the NFL saying, I need an explanation on that hit to his head. Yeah. Um, I mean, with that, nothing's going to result to that. No, of course no, 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 But, I mean, he uh, – who uh, who said that? Um, they were asking him about one of his – oh, it was uh, Darren Urban uh, at Cards Chatter on Twitter. DeAndre Hopkins, DeAndre Hopkins on his one-handed TD reception. Quote, we lost the game, so that catch don't matter. But, yet he's tweeting, trying to figure out about the other call. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I asked uh, Tom Palacero again. I asked Patrick Peterson what game he was pretending to play. Uh, man, they're just goading this. Uh, with the video game celebration, Patrick said, I think it's called Call of Duty. I'm not much of a gamer. Heard it just oh came out. Oh, my God. <laughs> man. Dude, go to any Cardinal tweet. Uh, anybody that's tweeting about the Cardinals. Anybody? Any yeah, Cardinal they all say tweet. that. They're all talking it- crap. Yeah, everybody's uh, talking about firing Cliff, get rid of the uh, GM. Oh, oh. And, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant the, the Call of Duty stuff. No, 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 no. No, I mean, oh. no, go like Cardinals tweeted out the final score. Everybody below it's like, I can't believe Cliff is still employed. Uh, but I mean, that's it's just going to be the ongoing thing, man. I Here, Here's the thing that I, I, I listen, I agree at this point, probably the Cardinals, Christian McCaffrey, another touchdown. Uh, that trade looks like it is now worked out for the 49ers. Um, the one thing I will say that I'm not a fan of, and I, I, I just think some people are jerks, 
when you look at those those replies, yeah, I know a bunch of those people have a like a stop sign over Kime's face, and it's his mug shot from when he got that DUI. <laughs> And it's just like, come on, be a better person than that. Like, it's one thing to say fire the guy because you feel like he's doing a bad job. It's another thing to be like so personal and and just kind of be a jerk. Um, but yeah, I mean, listen, I, I'm in agreement at this point. If you want to blow it up, blow it up. I mean, so, that somebody sense. somebody tweeted a poll uh, on the Cardinals tweet uh, with the final score. Should Cliff have a job on Monday? Yes or no? I'm going to say no. Out of 513 votes, 83.6% oh, yeah. said no. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Oh, God. It is. I mean, it, from, from the no touchdowns of the first quarter to the clock management to uh, it happened uh, when uh, Kyler uh, the, uh, was the last game of the game prior when he was running with the ball to get that first down. He slid. He, he got popped out. He, yeah, he slid mm-hmm. uh, too early. So they never got the first down. Same, it wasn't Kyler today. But it was that, you know, Benjamin was not aware where that first down marker was. And when he caught the ball, he just kind of hoped that his momentum would carry him across. It didn't work. It didn't work. After an Eno Benjamin run was 732. This is from Howard Balzer. Um, was 732 remaining in the game. The Cardinals called 19 consecutive pass plays. That includes two Murray scrambles, but doesn't include a late spike. Wow. Um that that also goes to what you're saying with Cliff, like just the no balance, run pass, run pass. Like, well, I mean, the run wasn't on. working. I mean, the run the run wasn't I, I, working. I, I, that thirty six yards. Uh, Kyler Murray was the leading creative. rusher today. Be thirty six yards. Be creative. You're an offensive guru. Be creative. I agree. Like, with there's you. ways to get your running backs going, and and the reason it's not working because everything you're running they've already seen on tape all week these guys prepare too they watch film yeah. like come yeah. on <laughs> oh cliff it's just something else well you got anything else gunner uh we're no I, yeah we're running long but i no, i think we're uh we're good we'll kind of let this one uh marinate a little bit and we'll uh, discuss a little bit more on the next podcast yes so the Cardinals drop one in Minnesota. They will now fall to three and five. The final score of Minnesota Vikings 34, Cardinals 26. Uh, for Gunner Jackson, I am Tyler with Bird Gang Travel. Uh, make sure you subscribe and download every episode wherever you find podcasts or go to kickoffinthevalley.com or cardinalspodcast.com, either one. And uh, hit that button today. And don't forget, we'll drop our next episode where we'll touch on all the fallout from this game and hope maybe Cliff getting fired like Gunner was asking for. Uh, And we'll start to preview uh, the home game against the Seahawks next Sunday. Uh, But first, always remember to kick off in the Valley.